Hi, this is Omar Lanta from Vaping with the Omies, and you are listening to the Wolf Bite Podcast. Okay. What, yeah. What you vaping on, man? What am I vaping on? All right. We're going to go with this guy. I got the Legacy Plug Custom uh, Jumadors. Jumadors. Humadors. Juma. And I just fixed one of the magnets. I actually hit up my buddy. I was like, hey, how do I fix this? And he's all like, just put some super glue in it. You'll be good. Bam. I'm like, all right. All right. That's what's up. And uh, That's what's up. In that, I have the last of my Karango. Can you see what's left in that bottle right there? Dude. That's, that's all the Karango I have in the world. And it makes it's me sad. Yeah, I'm going to have to. And I hate ordering juice, but I'm going to have to because I like Karango. And as much as I probably could just come up with the recipe myself and DIY it a little bit, yep. I'd rather just help out Transistor because I like them. I got to meet the owner at NVE. Yeah, boy. We have Poon Sauce McNasty, which is the face of Transistor. The face that runs the place of Transistor. No kidding, dude. And uh, so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to help out Transistor. I do not mind doing a little a little something for them and giving them some of my cash. But, yeah, I'm going to have to order some Transistor next time I have some available funds. I already spent my va- budget for this week. No! Oh, yeah. I had to, dude. Uh, I ordered a uh, pug from Vaporgate. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try that guy out. And then a couple other things we were talking about before we started recording. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What else are you vaping on, dude? Uh, We're going to go with this guy because always. Hell just yeah. the messes. Altoids Dull Dime. Number 40. I was looking. Uh, You know how they the, they just uh she just did the the update to the list to add the new people to the Dull Dime family. Yeah. And I was noticing I actually have a rare box because most people have just your standard spearmint box. Like if you look through that list, there's more people with that box than any other box. Mine, there's only me and uh, Ruby Roo. We're the only ones that have this one. But hers is the super rusty and mine is like the super clean version. So that's kind of how that goes. Like Ruby Roo has the dullest of uh, dimes. Like she really The dullest of dimes, baby. In that, I got super cereal. So I'm rocking that guy. And that fell. And uh, we're going to go with this guy. Uh, I forgot. What juice do I have in this? But okay. So. What juice do you have in Mr. Sammy Nitro wanted a uh, red. <laughs> a red uh, recoil rebel for his uh, just Unicorn. right edition MDX. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to pull out my oldest recoil rebel, which is that one. The black edition. Ooh. DHD Inferno tip. Rocking on the uh, rig V3, all yep. super matchy matchy and all that kind of thing. And I'm trying to remember what juice I put in this thing. Oh, yeah, this is it right here. Uh, from Superb Classic Collection, I got this one. What is it? The uh, Peach Berry Lemonade. And I'll be Dude. honest. Yeah, we're just dropping things on the show today. I'll be what? honest. Uh, I didn't realize it had menthol in it. And for a menthol uh. juice, it's actually really good. Yeah. Like my, my, my main problem with menthols is that they make me cough. Like they make me cough like you wouldn't believe. And this one does not. I just took a nice pull and a rip from it and I'm doing good. So I'm happy. My only problem with menthols is sometimes the aftertaste. It's like really? you know. I could see that. Yeah. So for me, 
what am I vaping on? So basically, I wanted to, to pull it out of the retirement, the El Thunder with a cosmonaut on top of it. Yeah. Dude, I remember the days when it was like super duper good. And dude, the Crunchy cosmonaut thing. is still a good. Yeah, crunchy sin, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, okay, quickly, I didn't like cinnamon at first. Mm-hmm. But it made me love cinnamon. Just saying. That's that's, a, a, that's what I hear. Like a lot of people always tell me, like, they're like, Oh, I don't want to try that because it has cinnamon. And I'm like, just give it a try. My mm. cinnamon is not that strong. Like I make sure it's not like a like a red hot cinnamon. Actually it's not that strong at all. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. And then next day is very mellow. Someone's vaping on the doll dime. I have to also vape on the doll dime with the axel on top of it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I get a red drip tip on it with some, you know, Moon Mist, Vapor Junkie, Nova Scotian Ice Cream. There you go. And Warlock's Hammer with a goon. And on it, I just opened a bottle of Blue Goblin. Oh, really dude, freaking that, good. That blue, blue Goblin. Yeah, really freaking good from. Warlock mods <laughs> from the from the Gathering Vapor Lounge. Yeah, Gathering Vapor. Okay, so uh, I know we're like doing the show and all that, but I'm sending you some some juice here soon. Mm-hmm. You interested? Yes. Okay. Sorry, my hands twitching so bad. I don't know what that's about. Yeah, I'm not feeling so good today. <laughs> but yeah, you like that one? Yeah. Or there's that one. And my hands are twitching. Uh, This is pissing me off. The shorter one. Well, they're both the same height. They're both nub tips. Uh, I'll get the one on the left. This one right here? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. This one or this one? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Either or. Yeah, I'm like looking through my drip tip box. Yeah, I have a drip tip box. Look at that. Dude. Yeah, I, I wish I did drip that boxes. But last, but definitely not the least. Actually, I'm vaping on the LE Dreamer with uh, on Ardent on it with some um, Mint Me, which is the old label. But yeah, Mint that's me. kind of like what I'm vaping on. So yeah, quickly for the news. For the, for news. the news. Did you know that Angela Gary? Is the most amazing person on Vapon magazine mm-hmm. because this is this is what she wrote around March 10th, which is like 10 days ago. But United Kingdom County gives free starter kits to those in need. So, Hermel or Hamel today reports that food banks are looking to provide free cigarette starter kits to smokers in. Hertfordshire as a part of a new research project. The first of its kind would allow any smoker who is receiving assistance to qualify. Director of Public Health at Hertfordshire County Council, Mr. Jim McManus, is helping push this project. Several food banks in the county have already offered to be part of the mission, and the project will be designed run and evaluated by a UK university research team. It will target smokers who work in routine and manual jobs, those who receive low income, and those 
with mental health conditions and pregnant women. All of these groups were found to have smoking rates much higher per data collected by or in Hertfordshire County. And there are details to be worked past, including staying aligned with the European Union competition rules that will be resolved before lunch. So think about it that way, dude. Like, woo, food banks allowing e-cigarettes starter kits to be there for you. Yep. And it's a really, dude, okay, not to cut you off quickly, but it's a really good design because they have like an appropriate plan where the, they focus on which one, which one's the target and how they will actually, you know, do it mm-hmm. or the action plan. So yep. just saying one of the book, one of the good things about, you know, that study. Oh no, here's the thing. Uh, in the UK, they have fully, um, uh, accepted, vaping and they are pushing very hard for vaping and i appreciate them for that i really do yes and i mean you guys in canada also are more progressive in that sense i I still don't get how places like california can put on a full flavor ban well i i can understand why i know the why but at the same time it just makes fuck all sense on how they're willing to push flavor bans statewide but then they have needle exchanges, which is harm reduction. They are okay with legalizing marijuana. I don't get it. It just makes no damn sense. And I wish they were a little bit more on key or something of where their stance is on certain things. Yeah. It's like either you're completely no drugs, no uh, alcohol, no nicotine, no tobacco, or you're... Because that's another one, like... They're still okay with cigarettes, but then they don't want flavors. It just makes that no one too. sense. It makes no sense. And think about it this way too: like, the t- there would be some technicalities that would that would be needed to be ad- addressed. Yeah. Specifically, like the e competition rules. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it, there are the article that is linked to the article that Angela wrote. It's mm-hmm. It says, it is estimated that switching to e-cigarettes could save a smoker with a 20-a-day habit Mm -hmm. more than 70 squid. I mean, not squid, sorry. (laughs) I'm used to saving squids, you know. 70 pounds. 70 pounds a week. Mm -hmm. And it reduced the many harmful effects of tobacco, too. And, dude, like, if, like, if a con country or county in uk mm-hmm. could do this how much more would let's say for example a county in you know in california or in virginia or indiana could much more do it mm-hmm. and to be honest like this is not really funded by the government itself but it is for the research and for the more of the research intention of the university mm-hmm so you know, there's some, there's some, okay, there's some public interest on it in regards to the with the government, but there's also like the private interest where it's the universities would be able to help other people with the research. Yeah. So, you know, it's like two the two wings are actually collaborating together, which is for some sometimes strange, but dude, how much more can 
one country or one county rather in America could do it, you know? Oh yeah, dude. It's very frustrating and I don't even know what to say anymore. We keep going around and around in circles and all this. And right now the major battle that we have is trying to change public perspective. Mm -hmm. If anything, uh, that's the one thing we have to, do is actually try to get more people to get on board with us and understand where we're coming from. Here's the thing. Um, like cigarettes here in the U S have been completely demonized. And most people think that vaping is the same thing as, uh, smoking, you know? Yeah. And it's not, it's actually harm reduction. There are studies. There are U S studies that say that that's actually what it is. So with all that being said, you know, we have to get more people to understand where we're coming from. That's where like when it comes to vaping, we still have to show a lot of common courtesy, a lot of, you know, we got to show more of a human side. If anything, we have to put out that human end of things. It's not just that we're people that do this or that. I mean, even you could boil it down to even just like the base part of it. Like a lot of coil builders do it because they suffer from anxiety issues and they like how it relaxes and calms them trying to do all that, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, for me as a coil builder, I'll seriously, I, the length of my desk, I know most people can't really see it cause the way the camera's angled, but my drill sits this far over. I do. I will make a coil stick the length of my desk and the whole time since my drill is so loud, I actually put on headphones and I'll blast music. So I'm just listening to music and just doing something that relaxes me. It puts me at, like at a nice calm piece, you know, mm-hmm. real quick to kind of like end the topic for advocacy. Mm-hmm. Here's one picture that was sent or not sent, but I took a picture of a catalog from my vape shop. Vaping Bear in Langley, BC, Canada, as well, mm-hmm. and this was also the one or the one catalog I was talking about last week, where it was in the Nimbus Nine vape shop in Surrey. But if you look at this, it might be a little blurry, mm-hmm. but it says the the catalog says, you know, this is my name, and I started. This is my postal code. I started smoking at the age or at the age of blank. I started vaping at the age of blank and the flavors that used that I used to help me stop smoking were blah, blah, blah. And what strength and flavors help me stop smoking. This is in regards to an inquiry of the Canadian government and reducing youth access and appeal of vaping products. And it's a consultation response to, to each and every vapor that is encountered in a vape shop. Mm -hmm. So like, this is this is from Vapor Advocates of Ontario. And what they're essentially doing is they're trying to collect the data of pretty much every, everyone that vapes mm-hmm. so they could give it to the Ontario government, send some feedback, and let the government know that this is what is helping us stay away from the stinkies, yeah. which is really good if you're in Canada what they suggest is if you go to a vape shop, even if you don't, let's say, for example, are interested in buying one, I I highly encourage each and everyone for them to sign up that catalog, give it to the owner or the employee so you can have a voice for your 
you know, for your love of vaping. Yeah. As simple as that. So, again, if you're in Canada and if a vape shop's near you, check out if they have the catalog, sign it up, and, you know, rest assured it will be given to the advocates that would be sending it to the Ontario government. And they'll collect the data too. So, yeah. Because youth access, come on. Youth access. Youth access. Uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's a trying time we are in. It's very frustrating. And sometimes, you know, we are tryhards, but sometimes, dude, we're just going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. In regards to the last segment, you know, this is our last kind of like installment, basically, mm-hmm. for mental health month. Month, yeah, almost the last installment for the mental health month because we're closing on May, you know, and this is the time where we've already shared some of the stuff and some of the stuff that we went through and some of the stuff that helps us, you know, combat mental health and illness and. Recently, so just a couple of days ago, and I'll be honest, insomnia has been bugging me. <laughs> insomnia? Yes. Yeah. No, yeah, I get that. Um, I, uh, for the most part, I'm a long time sufferer of insomnia. And this is not just like insomnia is not just like a a day where you have like trouble sleeping, you know, it's like a series of weeks or months that you can't sleep Mm -hmm. or you have difficulty or, you know, difficulty of falling asleep or staying asleep, Mm -hmm. which is my, on my end, it's like, I don't know. I always wake up at a certain time around two to 3 Mm a.m. And after that, I have, like, so much energy, and then I try to fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that's when, when I'm at work, I was, like, I was just, like, doing that. Yeah. And I noticed to myself, too, that I was kind of, like, irritable for some reason. Yeah. But other than that, I I tried to, like, really sleep, and I've opened it up to, like, my friends that I have trouble sleeping. Mm-hmm. So I told them if I if ever I'm cranky, it's nothing against you. I just didn't have enough sleep. Mm-hmm. Just saying. But yes, these drawings are actually really have really really helpful. Borderline personality disorder, and then you have autism spectrum disorder, paranoid schizophrenia, obsessive compulsive disorder. Ooh. And dependent personality disorder, anorexia nervosa, and the personalization disorder. There's like a lot of things that you learn about mental health. Mm-hmm. So, one, okay, quick question, because we've already talked about how to cope up with it, right? Yeah. And we've already talked about the process of coping up and what we do. But here's another question that I have, because this is like a really somewhat hard transition to it. How 
do you specifically open up to somebody that you're going through these things? Through uh, insomnia? Through, let's say, insomnia, social anxiety, depersonalization disorder. Because a lot of the times, like, some people, and I admit that I'm sometimes in the same way, sometimes self-diagnostics is fine for you. Like, you go to the internet, you tell what's wrong, you know. And there are some people that don't want to go into, like, a professional therapy. Yeah. Because not that... Not just that they're expensive, but you don't have like all the time in the world to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes people have problems opening up to a, to you know, sometimes a stranger kind of thing. So yeah, when you when you were going through your hard times, clown, how did you open it up to like other people, or did you even open it up to other people? Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, a lot of the time, I did the worst thing I could do to myself, and I kept to myself. Uh, I wouldn't talk to anybody. I wouldn't let anybody in. And it, it hurt me more than it helped. Uh, as a kid, I never really told anybody anything that was going on. I had a lot of anger and I let it out in physical form, mm-hmm. which in turn, you know, it gets you in trouble at school. It gets you in trouble with so many other things. And you just don't know how to do it. Like for the most part, uh, art was a good coping device that I had. I used to draw a lot. Uh, then I got into music and I would write songs and write like write music and stuff for it and things like that. And that seemed to help. But eventually just talking it out with somebody helped. And like, I think I've said it before, but uh, my wife is actually a psych major. She was going for psychology in college. So she was able to uh, really tear through that wall really easily because she kind of like could see through me. And that yep. really helped in a weird way. Uh, and somehow I just trusted her enough to be able to open up. And even like talking about it during the show and stuff like that isn't the easiest for me. And when we did the the uh, suicide prevention, uh, I, I joined in on the video format of it, you know, like with mm-hmm. Ken and Michelle. And I was part of the live and all that kind of thing. But for me, this is a very tough, tough subject to talk about. Even last week when we were talking about it, the whole time I was just trying to make sure I kept my composure because trying to talk about it is very difficult. So it is. opening up isn't the easiest of things. I am, for the most part, an introvert. I keep everything inside. I Because introvert being an introvert is more than just being somebody that likes to be at home all the time. Most people think that that's an introvert is somebody that just doesn't go out and doesn't like to party and things like that for, and that's not really the case with at least me being an introvert involves, uh, keeping to myself. Any of my thoughts don't really get taken out. Uh, I've learned to become more open of a person in the last couple of years since I met my wife. And when we started dating and all that, she's made me more aware of who I am. Yep. And cause even like, uh, going to expos, uh, NVE went really well. Cause I had a ton of friends with me there, but uh, other expos I've been to, uh, like my first expo was vape showcase, trying to like, just even go up to Nick Bissett and say, hi, was like about the most difficult thing ever. Just cause it, it's a stranger to me. It's not, it's a person I've watched on YouTube for so long, but it wasn't somebody that I actually knew at a personal level. So for me sure. to be like, Hey, I'm so-and-so it for me was not the easiest of things. She had to actually introduce me. Because I don't handle, you know, and that goes into social anxiety. I don't handle talking to people very well. And 
I feel like uh, a lot of the time when it comes to a lot of like different uh, mental uh, disorders and things like that, a lot of them tend to mesh and mix with one another. Sure. Because like, uh, you know how we were talking about last week with uh, trying to put your problems onto another person. At that point, uh, I know in the drawings that we were, we've been looking over the last couple of weeks, uh, there is uh, what is it? Something dependency where you basically rely on another person. Dependent personality. Disorder. Yes, dependent personality. And I think that like in the whole idea of uh, trying to cope with your own problems and trying to talk it out with another person, you somehow de- you can develop uh, the whole uh, dependent personality disorder where you just kind of like rely on that person to fix all your problems. And at no point do you really want to take care of them for yourself. And that is not the best of routes to go. Yes. Talking it out with somebody and trying to figure a way to work through it is great and do that, but don't just rely on this other person to do it for you. It's kind of like when I talk about advocacy, I mean, a lot of us rely on groups like not blowing smoke on Casa to like, keep us informed. We rely on these channels to let us know what's going on but in the end we still have to be our own advocates we have to push for ourselves or else nothing will really get done you know and it's one of those things that we can't have that dependency and that's kind of one of those things where like social like and i'm going back to my point of these illnesses all mesh together of like social anxiety can keep you up at night and then it turns into insomnia and it's because it's something bothering you something that just has you so worked up and then with that insomnia you start developing irritability you become more like angry because you're not getting proper sleep you're not getting the rest you need and with that irritability you become more of um you start distancing yourself more and as humans we need that human interaction so then that turns into depression because you're just kind of like not feeling like you're part of something anymore and it just all starts snowballing from there. And I feel that that's something that most people aren't fully aware of, that one thing can lead to another, to another, to another. And then it just can become a worse and worse thing for yourself. And then, you know, suicidal thoughts start taking over. And I, I don't mean to go fully dark, but it, that's just kind of one of those weird things of things can escalate. And we have to be fully aware of that fact, you know. It does. Plus... Like most of the time, like as you said, they're interconnected, right? Mm-hmm. And it sometimes I know people kind of like overcome them, but sometimes, dude. And let's be honest on that. It's like it's a problem that pops up and then stops and then pops up again and then stops. You know, mm-hmm. it's a constant battle inside of you. And people, like even me, like so a person close to me asks so why do you have depression it's like i don't know yeah and that's the thing a lot of this is something okay like for me i will say i going into the whole idea of i never really talked to anybody Mm -hmm. i tend to bury a lot of things and that tends to be something where like everything gets so buried and piled on top of each other that eventually you don't even know why you're there anymore yeah and like a lot or that or you just uh your mind managed to uh close it up so much that you don't know why you're there but you know you're there and you know because i mean 
you could have had like a traumatic childhood event that just fucked up something for you and you blocked it so hard, but then it's still affecting you as an adult. You know, I have like my own issues. Uh, I, my, my childhood wasn't the greatest and there's a lot of things that my parents, you know, I, I have older brothers, but technically I'm the first one they raised because my oldest brother was raised by my grandparents uh my next oldest they took on him when he was 12 so because he's adopted technically so you know they didn't really have to deal with them as children as younger children with me and my younger brother we were the first set that they raised and anything that they could have screwed up they probably did and they tried their best but they were not mentally prepared for it in the sense of you know they kind of led their lives the way they wanted to for as long as they wanted to and that's one weird thing is most people don't think you could read all the books you want you could try to get all the training you want but you're never prepared to be a parent you really aren't as much as you want to think you're prepared you never are because kids are unpredictable they they can come up with the most random of things and you don't know i mean my son every week we don't know what's wrong with him he is so like bouncy and all over the place that he gets upset over the most random things that don't make any sense. And you just kind of have to like bear and grin it and try to work with them on it. But mm-hmm. you know, you're never prepared and no matter how much you think you're not going to screw up your kids, you're going to screw them up somehow. Yes. So at that point is more teaching your kids how to cope with, you know, growing up with becoming an adult and make sure they're at least well enough adjusted that they don't, turn into giant assholes or at least uh like my goal in life when it comes to my kids is they're off drugs they're out of jail and they at least have a roof over their head beyond that it's really on them what they want to do with themselves but those are like the only things i really look for with my kids i just want to make sure they at least have an okay life for themselves you know so I think I kind of like tangent it really hard on that one. <laughs> I it, forgot it's what my okay. original point was. You know, we, we know we live on tangent. Yeah, we do. And tangents are what we do but best. Yeah, yeah like mental health, it all tends to be just the snowball effect of, you know, just trying to find what works for you. And there's a lot of these that just tie in. I mean, going through that list, I, I've noticed like different patterns that you can go through or this or that. And it can be just uh, a full on thing. Cause I mean, even like post-traumatic syndrome yep. uh, uh, disorder, uh, PTSD, uh, a lot of people associated to uh, war and veterans. And yes, we got to take care of our veterans and we got to make sure they're okay in so many ways. And I feel here in the U S we don't take care of our veterans enough. Uh, I wish we would push for better programs and better uh, something for them, but we don't, but PTSD falls into just any any traumatic thing that you had. Like I I know people that have been in like really horrible car wrecks and because of that they refuse to get into cars, they refuse to drive, and it just turns into this whole effect of because of that one experience you can't really progress in life anymore and it really like stumps your growth, you know? Cause right now and let's be honest on this. Suicide rates on veterans are actually spiking. Oh, yeah. No one talks about it, but it's actually really spiking. 
a lot mm -hmm. and it's it's a hard one because you know this people fight for your freedom or not just your freedom but the whole world yeah and well, it's not even that it's just the simple fact that a uh, i don't know how like the military works with canada or outside of the u.s so i can't speak for anybody else i really can't because i know like sweden for the most part i think it's it's uh not voluntary but you do have to serve for a while yep but uh sweden or switzerland i think it's switzerland either norway way, norway either way <laughs> like all those scandinavian countries they they do a whole you have to serve for a while but here in the u.s it's voluntary you make the decision of going into the military and you know depending on where we're at in the world uh you might end up serving a tour somewhere and you end up seeing some horrific shit you know you can't dispute that uh vietnam showed us how bad war can really get world war ii showed us how bad war can really get and yep. with every passing generation uh war gets more sophisticated and more brutal in all reality we get a lot more hardcore with how much we're willing to kill each other and uh as human beings, we're not really programmed to see that kind of thing. We're programmed to progress and to make sure we survive and yada, yada, yada. But we're not programmed to see all the horrific shit that comes out of war. And I feel that when we come back, we're not the same person. We, we see a lot of things that are so messed up. And, you know, like I can't speak. I, I keep saying we, but at the same time, I've never served. Uh, my parents didn't want me to serve uh, yep. in the late seventies to like mid eighties. Mm -hmm. uh, their country, like the country we come from uh, El Salvador, we were in the middle of a civil war and my mom on her side of the family. A lot of my uncles were in the service around that time. Yep. So they came back with a lot of mental scars and a lot of fucked up shit in their head. And, you know, luckily they were okay enough to recover and lead somewhat normal lives and things like that. But mm -hmm. they weren't the same people before they went into that. So true. It just lots of this events, dude. Mm -hmm. Like you don't know how people come through with this event, but specifically, like even like the simple words mm -hmm. that you say to a person can usually affect them. Because, okay, like one of my one of my friends has this thing called post traumatic stress disorder, right? Mm -hmm. And now, like, she has a trauma of people saying that it's okay, even like in the simple words that hey, it's okay. It's like, no, it's not okay. Like, you're going to be fine. No, it's not. Because usually, like, pe people like that, it's like, it's coming through their minds that everything's fine. But all the, all the time that they need is for them to not necessarily be alone. But sometimes all the time that they need is to cry a little bit longer. Yeah. You know, and there are those kinds of people that would hide it, and you wouldn't know you wouldn't know who you bump into, right? Yeah. But the best I think that I've done for her was, and this was back a couple of days ago too. Mm -hmm. And I told her that hey, if you need a friend to listen to, 
or not to listen to but to talk to mm-hmm. like i'll be there for you like being there for a person helps a lot actually and you may not notice this but as long and i'm talking to like viewers and like listeners but you may not notice this but the fact that you're present in their lives is actually really like the best that you could do and dude it's really like a big thing for a person when you say you're there for them yeah that being said close we're not gonna close this but we're gonna put it on the brighter side because we've been talking about mental health about a couple of days ago so we're gonna talk a little bit on the exciting kind of stuff so what's been happening with you clown oh um I've been lazy. <laughs> Sam, uh, I'll be honest with you. Uh, like, okay, like uh, Sundays tend to be my uh, review video recording time. Yep. And yesterday I seriously looked at my wife as I'm like, I am taking a day off. Because she even looked at me. She was like, are you going to record videos today? I'm like, no, I'm taking a day off. Uh, we hung out with some of the Discord friends and stuff like that and did Zoom and ate uh, Jack in the Box tacos. So that was a good Sunday. Just got, to, just got to relax and do nothing and i i liked it uh not to get all weird and dark but it's more like my excitement kind of thing but i've been playing plague inc for the last couple of days yes. and yeah dude i found out they have it on pc they have it on pc they have it on your iphone and i or not iphone but they have it on their app stores and yeah but i found Google. it for pc i like it more on pc it looks a lot better it plays a lot more easier because trying to play it on this tiny ass screen is a pain in the ass. But playing it on my laptop, on my computer here, this I have a 20, 20 inch monitor right in front of me. And then the one I have you on is a 32. Yep. So I have this on here. And I'm not going to lie, I cheat. I, I look up tutorials because I, I know how to play the bacteria one really easily, but the rest of them are really difficult. Like I just got through parasites. If you guys Ooh. have ever played Plague Inc. Oh, and they added a vampire one. No, actually, I just did the zombie one. Yeah, that's it right there, dude. Okay. I have... Okay, you know what the best part is? My... Okay, I've actually finished the whole game already, like a few... couple of... I haven't played the scenarios ago. yet. Have you ever played scenarios? No. Uh, like, dude, scenarios. The, I, I want to play them because they actually create the game and the parameters for you. I want to see how that goes. Because, okay, like, one of the... I've finished, basically... So, so I'm looking at the game, actually. Mm-hmm. And I've, I think, like, when I was doing this... When you were a young warthog? I'm already like, and I'm already done with You just got the bio weapon left. I only have the bio weapon left. Yep. Because that's the most di- difficult one because bio weapon is like, it's so lethal that if it kills your host, you're done. Yeah, that's the thing. That's like the thing. I Because, uh, okay, I've only played over and over the bacteria one. And I didn't realize that if the host is dead, the game is over. Mm. So, like, because uh, 
I uh, I was doing a uh, virus, which virus is a pain in the ass because it keeps trying to upgrade the the symptoms. Yep. And they upgrade like that, so you got to be very aware of that, and you lose points if you devolve the the symptoms. Depends. Really? Because depends. Because it, it, I lost points every time I tried devolving it. But um, that point aside, uh. Tips on how to kill the world 101 with Wolf Bite Podcast. Right. Uh, so when... Okay, so you're trying to infect the rest of the planet. And once it starts killing off people, if you stop... You start, you're starting to kill faster than you're infecting people. And once that last host dies, there's still and there's still people that haven't been infected. Yep. The game will end. Like, it will tell you, well, your virus can't continue because... Your hosts are dead. <laughs> it like literally says that. Dude, I do like how on the was it the Necra something or other? Yep. The Necra worm. I like how Ooh. you could actually get it to where it'll actually infect somebody and make that person go somewhere else and infect more people. Ooh. Yeah. Like so you could fly them like sit because okay, Greenland for some reason it's the hardest place to get to in that game. Two things about Greenland. Because, first of all, if you go with Greenland, first of all, you can only access it by boat, first and foremost. Second of all, it's like, it's a cold area. Mm -hmm. So, right now, as I'm playing, and I'm sorry, I'm playing the game right now. So, usually I start either, no offense, with either Saudi Arabia. Mm Mm-hmm. Philippines, India, or Africa. Yeah, uh, start in a always start in a warmer climate. Seriously, they they it's tend always. to thrive a lot better. Go in a third world country and a warmer climate. Yeah, and that's what I usually do. It's like when when I usually play this game, like it actually distresses me a lot. Not because like I'm killing the world, right? But like it's more of it's a time waster. It really is. There's no real point to the game. It's not that difficult. It's just you just sit there tapping on things. Yeah. So you're eventually like evolving the virus, and you know sometimes, dude. Okay, my my favorite stage is the prion stage. Mm-hmm. Just because like it's easy, at, not easy, easy, but like. It's usually one of the things where you always have carriers of your hope for your prions. Mm-hmm. And I know this is like a nerdy kind of talk, but if you know prions, you you initially like be able to feed off like how you know it's trans you evolved your transmission first. Yeah. Before your symptoms. Symptoms always last. And even the abilities, dude. Like you always need to evolve your abilities on the game so dude yeah. just saying it's a good game what's going on with me i mean i'm okay i'm disconnected for the most part with the discord not because i don't i don't want to interact with people but i'm taking a time off for myself mm-hmm. because i noticed that the most important person is myself and i cannot take care of other people if i can't take care of myself Mm -hmm. 
So that's what I've been go, do, going through, and I've been eating a lot of vegetarian shit. I don't know why. So I usually, if I'm in a taco place, either I get, either I get raja con rajas con crema yeah. or calabacita. Even if I used to like do a lot of asada and chicharron, mm-hmm. because I found out that. Usually, and even right now, if I eat pork, I kind of feel a little heavy. Yeah. I don't know why. But I just feel a lot heavier when I eat pork. Beef is okay for the most part, and I like beef. But most of the time, I don't know why, but pork makes me feel a little fatter. And I reduce my rice intake too. Yeah. Like, the cup of rice that I do is like, just this like this small and yeah. it's not even like a really like a cup of rice but it's more like you know a smidget of it so yeah yeah and i found out like a good katsu place mm-hmm. near my office which is really good because actually back in the day when i was still a student in the university i am so super crazy about katsus so there's like two kinds of katsus the hire and the rosu the rosu is the fattier one Mm -hmm. and hire is like the filet so i've been eating i've been eating katsu for a long time for quite some time now so yeah yeah that's what i've been up to and listening to music to be honest yeah and another thing that I was kind of like busy on the weekend is swiping left and right, if you know what I mean. So swipe left, swipe right, you know? Yep. Because why not? It's it's a good practice. Yeah. On swipe on swiping. Specifically when you ask swiper not to swipe. <laughs> so you and the weird cartoon references. Dora the Explorer, dude. I know. Like, I didn't know what the reference was. But th- that's the thing, because recently, dude, I have watched Detective Pikachu. Yeah. And by the way, the best Pokemon is still Greninja out there. So just saying, people, that Greninja is like the best Pokemon ever. Next Greninja? Greninja. The, fro- the frog Pokemon, so... You know, okay, yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking just about. Just saying. And on that movie, actually, it it revives you, or not revives, but like it's kind of like nostalgic, both in the sense that it's a Pokemon movie, and in a sense that it you're trying hard you, to you miss it. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Dad, because that's what. That's what I've been watching lately. So that's one. The second one is that I've been watching, that I watch rather lately. Another movie is The Sun is Also a Star. Just because, like, okay, my sister is kind of like a Riverdale fan. So unless you don't know what Riverdale is, it's a kind of like a teenage movie, not movie, but like a teen series kind of thing. Mm. And. My sister likes 
those kinds of stuff and coughing evolved so i have to like devolve that shit but what one of the things that i like about teen movie teen series is it reminds you of being a teen again so one of the things one of the things and i have to do drug resistance number one <laughs> uh, you started look, playing no because look it's been i know you oh. started playing you already got saudi arabia done uh. because, because if you're playing plague inc dude like saudi arabia is the one of the better countries to infect first because oops i did it Saudi Arabia is one of the best countries to infect because it's a hub for both airports and water. Just saying. <laughs> That's why I need to do Saudi Arabia first or India. Yep. But yeah, so that's what we've been up to and Wolf Bite Appreciation Award, dude. Yes. We have to do Wolf Bite Appreciation Award. And I've been giving it, and it's kind of like my segment, but is there anyone deserving of a Wolf Bite Appreciation Award in your eyes, Mr. Clown Vapes? Hmm. I don't know, because, like, you've kind of named a lot of people, and, I mean, there's, like, some obvious ones, but I don't want to go for those because it just feels like a knee pad moment, but I don't know. I have one specific person to give it to, Mm -hmm. but I want you to name one first. Uh, I'm trying to remember who we've done already because we did Chuck Allen. We did Chuck Allen. We did Poon Sauce McNasty. Frames Shanklin Vapor. We did. We did some of the Omis already. So, mm-hmm. and we did Stan, Nick, the Garrities. Yeah, Texas Cloud Town. See, and that's where like I'm trying to think of who haven't we done and what's not too obvious. Because I mean, like people that I I've spoken to before and things like that i feel like jennifer berger coleman does not get enough uh recognition for all the stuff that she does even though everybody gives her praises but at the same time it's still within like the grim army it's within like very small groups and a lot of people don't realize how much she actually does behind the scenes you know true specifically in the california state oh yeah because most of the time and this is why i feel it's like most of the time people People forget about her just because, like, she doesn't have, like, this YouTube channel shit. Yeah, she and... doesn't have, like, like I know on Instagram and Twitter she has a presence, but even then it's not, like, a very in-your-face presence, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and I feel a lot of people would need to, like, share her message around a lot more. Yep. And one of the things, too, that I want to give this Wolf Blight Appreciation Award is our buddy... Jacoby Vapes. Mm -hmm. Dude, like, he's a guy that supports us in behind the scenes. Remember that one time, each and every time, dude, each and every time it's a Monday, a Wednesday, or or Friday. No, actually, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. He pulls up cloud checks each and every day Mm -hmm. and never forgets them. Yep. First one. Second one, he's always in our shows. He's always doing promos for the omis for the vapes too you know mm-hmm. and he never gets enough 
credit for it. He's a great, outstanding guy in the community. Hangs er, hangs around with the Stooges when there's time. So, you know, mm-hmm. and I know he's going through a rough time, but we just want to appreciate the guy. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got to meet him at NVE. He's about the most chill dude you'll ever meet. Between him and Amish, I didn't know who was more relaxing. But they were just, I, I seriously hung out building, uh, rebuilding and rewicking things with them mm-hmm. at, uh, at NVE at, at the Stooge house. I seriously sat there and we just hung out. There was like no, like they're just so relaxed. It's like ridiculous. Like they're very calm people. Very I would calm say people. the more relaxing one is Jacoby because you don't know what Amish will share with the FDA. So I'm kidding. But other than that, is there anything we want to promote, Clown? Uh, clownvapes.com. Uh, yeah. Uh, go check out my YouTube channel, Clown Vapes. On YouTube, uh, I have this video will be posted on YouTube. I know we're kind of doing this for Vape Radio, but I also have been posting the videos. And I think I just posted video number 27 or 28. And what, 27. Yeah. And this is episode, what is this? Episode 34? 33. Yeah, something. 34. 34. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you guys probably are watching me here in like seven weeks in the future because we're that far behind. And, and uh, what else? Yeah, go check out Vaping with the Omis on the Vaping with the Omis channel. Yep. New channel. Yeah, new channel. Sub. And then also Instagram, Clown, Va- Clown Vapes on Instagram, Frank Wolfbite on Instagram as well. And you know you can message us there. Also on our emails, frankwolfbite at gmail.com and clownvapes at gmail.com. Specifically if you have inquiries regarding clownvapes.com or anything in regards to the merch of clown, you can email him. And we're on Vape Radio every Saturday, 12 noon central, and that's 10 a.m. Pacific, with replays on Sundays, that's 9 p.m. Central and 7 p.m. Pacific, and as well as replays on Town Vapes channel, and hopefully back to SoundCloud. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, Vape on Legend, Vape on friends, Bye. become a legend, and Patreon.com/slash Clown Vapes. Bye, everybody. <laughs>